Hey everyone, uh, we're a little late this week um, just because life happens sometimes, but because of the news over the weekend, we wanted to also say what happened in Jacksonville over the weekend is a terrible tragedy, and we're incredibly sorry to the victims, the victims' families, and hopefully the community at large can learn from this and think about better ways to handle some issues that we clearly have with toxic masculinity and how it infects every aspect of our life, even when we're playing video games. Most of this was recorded early Sunday, and we decided that it would be best to save a full discussion for a later episode. Hi, my name is Big Nakruma. And my name is Audio Nerd 64 And we are your Gamma Friends! <laughs> and we are your Gamma Friends. No, it, it, it <clears throat> wasn't too loud. It wasn't? It wasn't. Oh, okay. Good job. Voice control. Thank you. Like Ariana. Thank you. We went to the same school. We had the same music teacher. Oh, Mr. Tandy, shout out. At least your microphone didn't clip. I'm mad at the engineer who recorded that. I'm so mad. (laughs) Uh, We're your gamer friends. What the fuck are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) This week, we have a special episode for you. It's not special for any reason other than we're your gamer friends. Logging on this week, we're talking Horizon 2 and 4, as well as a Halo crossover. NBA Live 19 has an exciting new demo, PUBG's training mode, Destiny 2 news, some Assassin's Creed, Cyberpunk 2077, Ice-T talking about consoles, and we're going to do a little Gamescom roundup for you. After that, we're talking Ironheart, more on the Guardians of the Galaxy mess. It's a mess. (laughs) I have a CW correction. We're talking HBO's Watchmen series, Insecure, and we're just getting real black today. Sorry to bother you and Black Klansman. Finally, on the home screen, we're going to talk about our Destiny 2 Solstice of Heroes grind. And then I got into For Honor and Captain Spirit, as well as PUBG and GTA. So let's get started. Let's get started. Um, I think we should do the Gamescom roundup first. All right, I'm down with that. Okay, so Gamescom, for the uninitiated, is basically E3 in Europe hmm. um, so that Europeans can participate. There are other people that play games in other places in the world. Shout out to no our idea. international listeners. That's right. We do have a few of you. We appreciate you. And Dump Truck. And He's Canadian. Junk. That is technically international. That's technically true. International. Canadians do count. Anyway, um, it takes place in Germany. I believe Cologne, Germany, but don't quote me on that. Okay. And oftentimes, games that aren't ready to announce big stuff at E3 will use Gamescom as the way to announce big stuff. Mm, okay. So, um, there's a lot of information out there. We'll put a link in show notes for a Gamescom roundup. Uh, But number one, I want to talk a little bit about the Fortnite theme park. What? Um, (laughs) So... Uh, Epic Games put together a booth, just like E3, all the games have booths and all the Mm -hmm. publishers have booths and things like that. So for Fortnite, they literally made like a miniature theme park where they had rides and and different types of attractions based on guns and weapons and just, you know, common experiences that people have in the game. It was really cool, actually. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot. 
It is a lot. But you know what? They've got a lot of money. So <laughs> <laughs> more than certain certain companies. Yeah. Uh Blue Hole probably could not afford to make a a booth that doubled as a carnival. I feel like a PUBG carnival would be depressing AF. <laughs> it would just be dystopian and sad. <laughs> just like, here is this broken car that's on fire. <laughs> and here is the Banksy art exhibit. Yeah. Kudos to Fortnite for just reminding everyone in the most subtle ways that they are the most popular game in the world. <laughs> Real low-key, low-key. Um, secondly, uh, in big news from Gamescom, uh, Sekiro got a release date. It's coming out in March of next year, March 22nd. And it looks a lot better than what I saw at E3. It just looks more versatile, looks more interesting. Mm. I'm very into Samurais this week um, oh. because of playing For Honor. Oh. So I'm just excited about a Samurai game, and I think um, I think I might pick it up before I was kind of like, oh, you know, maybe in the future when it's on sale. Is but, that the, the one on, that's coming out on Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Not the one that's coming out on PlayStation, right? Not the one coming out on PlayStation, not Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. The beauty jumped out. It, that game looks amazing. It really, really does. I need to buy that one. I'm very spoiled for samurais right now. All right. If only there was a Assassin's Creed samurai. Maybe we're like jumping out of order right now. But we did say we we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed. We did. So we might as well. Might as well. It kind of got announced at Gamescom. It, it happened during Gamescom. It counts. So apparently. There is no new Assassin's Creed coming in 2019. Amen. Like was previously announced, it was announced that they are going to instead work on expanding the Odyssey universe to keep players, you know, interested in the game. And the reason that, like, they could do back-to-back. Because I was like, does Assassin's Creed always come out back-to-back like that? Like, year after year after year? Oh, boo. You don't... Oh. Well, I didn't... Well, apparently they... They could do it for this round because Origins and Odyssey were being developed at the same time. Okay. This is there's like a history here. Oh. So Assassin's Creed when it first came out, it was not a yearly release. Mm-hmm. And then because of how overwhelmingly popular Assassin's Creed 2 was, mm-hmm. they did start making yearly releases and Ubisoft like really inflated the team. Mm-hmm. And so different studios around the world were making Assassin's Creed at the same time so they could consecutively come out and it just got to a point where the quality it fell off a cliff. Oh, that and that's when you started hating the games. Yes, oh, and that's oh when everyone God. started hating the games. The context jumped so out. So they took they <laughs> took time off. Right. There was a year gap between um Assassin's Creed uh what's the one in London? Syndicate and Odyssey. And that's when they instituted Origins. Oh yeah, <laughs> Origins, sorry. And that's when they instituted all of these changes. Uh-huh. And so yes, they're making Origins and Odyssey at the same time. And so we I think I was surprised that Odyssey uh, was gonna be coming out okay. this year and not next year. Got it. But I'm glad that there's gonna be another year because the community has kind of figured out that we were spoon-fed what was going to be happening in the Assassin's Creed universe. So some intrepid Redditors, of course, 
just found some image. I, I Forgive me, Assassin's Creed fans, for not remembering exactly what the context of this was. But it had three images, and one now clearly represents Egypt. One clearly represents Greece and, mm-hmm. and Odyssey. And so now we're expecting that they are going to be going to, like, feudal Japan or something like that. Um, and maybe the reason why they took a year off in the development cycle mm-hmm. is because of all these samurai games coming out. They don't want to, like, oversaturate. Mm. But people are just expecting that the three games, Origins, Odyssey, and the next one, mm-hmm. are basically a trilogy where they're kind of, like, building on one another mm-hmm. and really transforming the franchise. And so mm-hmm. not the next game, but the one after that will be, like, you know, another big kind of reboot in the way that Origins was. Okay, word. That, that sounds like a lot, but... Sounds exciting for Assassin's Creed fans. Some might think that it was bad news, but it's not. It's good news. It's good news. Yeah. Okay. Also good news for our wallets. Moving on back into the formal Gamescom roundup. Mm -hmm. um, We're getting a Battlefield open beta on September 4th. Ooh, I didn't realize it was an open one. Oh my God, there's so much happening on September 4th. There's quite a bit happening on September 4th. So much. If only I was enthusiastic enough about any of it to take off. Well, you know. I am enthusiastic about it. Just not enough to skip work this year. I I just, you know what? (laughs) The drive to be one of the first people is just not there anymore. Fair enough. Yeah, you know, we're talking about our good tried and true friend of the show, Mm. Destiny 2. Friend of the show. Forsaken comes out on the 4th. So does PUBG. So does PUBG. And now, I guess, the Battlefield beta, which I did want to It's a lot try. of competing things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my goodness. So Battlefield beta coming out. You're excited to play. I just want to try it out. I would love to try it out, too, because I've never played a Battlefield game. But yeah. why not? I opened my Horizons this week, and I was pleasantly surprised. So I want to keep doing it. Keep opening the Horizons. Yeah. Speaking about PUBG... Is graduating mm. from a game preview oh. to a full, whole-ass game. Beautiful. On September 4th for Xbox One users. Yes. So exciting. We got a new map coming as well. Sandhawk is coming. Sandhawk. I don't remember anything about it. It's the Asian one. It's the Asian one. Oh, isn't it the small one where it's like yes. super duper? Yeah, okay. Much faster matches. Much faster matches. You know, I stand. A faster match. Because sometimes they get a little boring. You know, you just sit up in a house. You're like, mm, where should we go? The circle's closing. But, like, maybe we shouldn't. You know, it's, it's just sometimes it gets a little slow. I feel like your games are always fast. I feel like your games are very fast. <laughs> oh, you're saying it's fast because I, I dive easily. Wow. That was, that was shady. Anyway. <sighs> full game coming on September 4th for Xbox. And if you already own the game... You're just going to get the upgrade. There's nothing else you have to do. Isn't that exciting? Very. Very exciting. We <laughs> stuck with a lot of bugs. Oh. Clown still. faces. <laughs> we did look like assholes for a few months. Uh, what? I just... Anyway. Blue and storms. also coming to PUBG, I don't think for Xbox, but definitely for PC first, a training mode. Finally. <laughs> Finally, because that's all I ever want to do. I'm just like, I am really bad at shooting guns in PUBG. I need the training mode. 
Tim and I were playing the other day, and there was someone who their shot was so good that we were actually convinced that they were using a mouse and keyboard. And he said that another option that people have is they'll draw like a dot on the screen, like literally onto their TV and aim before they aim. Because we were watching someone who saw someone who was behind a tree getting shot at, Mm -hmm. saw where he was getting shot at. We were spectating because he had just killed us. Um, We were like top five. And so we wanted to see how the match ended. You just had to mention that you were top five. (laughs) You're like, where can I insert that I was top five? Listen, I killed someone with an M24 and I was very proud of it. <laughs> anyway, so um, we were watching this dude, and he literally, as soon as he aimed, he shot, and it was a headshot, and and the dude was down. It was it was the most amazing shot that I've ever seen anyone mm-hmm. uh, do in PUBG, and I really think that it that it must have been assisted in some way. So wait, people are drawing on their very expensive 4K TVs. To be better at PUBG? To cheat in PUBG? I don't think it's just PUBG. I mean, that makes sense for any game, right? You figure out where the reticle is, and then... But doesn't the reticle show up on the screen? Yeah, but you're drawing a dot over it so that even before you're aiming, you know where the reticle is going to be. So you can line up the reticle ahead of time. Oh, that is so cheap. Yeah, it's very cheap. I'm not saying that this is what that what gentleman was doing. doing. Right, right, right. He could just be, be that a good. superhuman PUBG player. Right. Um, I, I just don't think so. <laughs> wow. Just trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch some YouTube videos about this because I'm very upset that people are out here being trash. Yeah, watch some instructional YouTube videos on how to make a dot. Draw a dot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of trash, people are getting very upset about The Division 2 mm-hmm. and its developer Massive because as part of one of the bundles that were announced at Gamescom, um, this is the last big piece of Gamescom news, um, you can buy extra stash space Ooh. Yeah, so there's going to be a base level of stash space, and if you spring for one of the more than $60 versions of the game, then you are going to get some additional stash space. Just for context, I just want everyone to know I'm making that face that Chrissy Teigen did in that GIF yeah. that was very popular two years ago. Yeah, it's a grimace, I think Ugh. is what it's called. Yeah. <sighs> but, <sighs> why, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about The Division 2. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game, the new the game co- trailer, and um, literally the Division Two just had to be like, "We're making the Division Two, and I'm already sold." Yeah, that is like a game that like I didn't, ha- I wouldn't even have to watch any trailers, right? Or right. I was just be like, "I'm you're buying it, I'm buying it, it's done." What are they doing? I'm of two minds on this because that would <clears throat> give someone an, a more of an advantage in multiplayer, right? No. The stash is like the vault in Destiny. Oh. Oh. Okay. I mean, that kind of sucks because you can't hoard as much shit. But if Destiny had that option, I don't know. It would be really tempting. Have you seen my thing in Destiny? It gets filled up so quickly. But that's because you don't know how to manage your items. It's hard. For me, I the reason why I feel two ways about this is, number one, if you are effective in item management, like really effective. But it's... Much easier to be effective in item management in the division two in the division over destiny. You have to give me that. 
I just guess it. No. There are random roles in the division, and there are not yet random roles in Destiny 2. And so any duplicate item you have can immediately be tossed. I'm shook. It's true. And I'm saying, but I just feel like managing your managing stuff, like it's easier to clear out in de- in the division over Destiny. Like That's you do true. one by one. And then yeah. I'm like, I can't like just look at something and know exactly what it is. Like I have to hover over it. So like, yeah, I can like see if I have duplicates, but I don't know. Like if I look at a gun's picture in uh, Destiny, I might not automatically know what it is. I'm like, am I getting rid of my Nameless Midnight or like some other legendary gun that I don't give a fuck about? That sounds like a personal problem because I can tell the guns apart. I guess some of uh, the more <laughs> casual players can't. <laughs> I mean, I know what a fucking Nameless Midnight looks like. You know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say here. I know what you're trying to say. I Ugh. get it. I understand your point. Regardless of whether or not you find item management to be hard, I think if you are effectively doing it regardless of whether or not it is hard to do i don't think you're gonna fill it up um unless you are not utilizing all of the resources you have like multiple characters so in the division two i am close to the stash limit but i have other characters that are basically mules for me (laughs) (laughs) so they can like hold different gear sets and things like that. And if I want to play as that gear set, well, that's the character that I'm going to play as. Mm -hmm. So that's a strategy. So, I mean, this is definitely for more like casual people who don't, you know, sink a bunch of time into division and won't have multiple characters to act as their gun mules. It's interesting that you think that though, because that's why I think of it two ways. My other hand is like all the people who are going to want extra stash base are in love with the game already. And so they're not going to mind putting a little bit more money into it because they're mm. probably going to want the other features that come along with the addition, the the extra additions too. Like right. it's not just, just extra stash, stash space. Right that comes with buying a more expensive version of the game. So, like, I'm already going to be buying the 80 and maybe the $100 version of the game. Oh, my God. Um, you going to get that digital? I think I'm going to get a digital. Yes. Oh, you don't want to pay for the division? Um, Excuse me, we game share. It's called <laughs> game sharing, Nick. Yeah, I'm probably going to get a digital because I'm going to want to play right away. Anyway. Oh, and you also get extra I- access. You get early access if you buy one of the expensive versions of the game. Mm. Like up to up to three days because there's three mm. levels. So I'm sure the one level up, you get one extra day. Okay. The second level up, you get two. And the third level up, you get three. Very nice. You were saying about the discs. The homeboy likes to buy discs. I do. And you can't game share when you have a disc. Sorry. So right now he is reaping all the benefits of my <laughs> digital library. And I get nothing. Well, you could borrow the disc. Dust. <laughs> borrow the disc. <laughs> you, you want me to, Can I borrow GTA? No. Yeah, exactly. I'm playing it. <clears throat> um, anyway. I like displaying the cases. I like having the cases. <sighs> Sorry. I do. Can you act like a millennial? Please. <laughs> My goodness. Um, that was the last of the big Gamescom news, but again, we will drop a link in the show notes, uh, that will take you to a page that has a full update on all of the various games that had announcements and new trailers and things like that at Gamescom. All right. Let's move on. Horizon 2. You better buy it or download it by September 30th, because after that, it is going in the Disney vault. Just kidding. Wait, really? (laughs) Yeah, they're like taking it off. 
Remember those? Remember how they made a big deal about the movie going in the Disney vault? Yeah, you can't buy Horizon Two after September thirtieth anymore. No, they're taking it away. So, can you buy a disc still? Like, do, are the servers shutting down? Um, that I don't know. I mean, the servers are already like barely functioning. Yeah. So. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, I guess. Uh, out with the old and with the new Horizon Four. Okay. Only new news, which it actually isn't official yet. Technically, I think it was leaked. Oh. Very upset about it. It was on The Verge, so I read it anyway. I thought it was official news, and I was like, ooh, cool. Because, you know, the headline was just like, oh, look at this. We're getting a Halo crossover, which apparently also happened in Horizon 3. I didn't, I missed that, but whatever. Did you even play Halo? Um. Don't answer that. Just keep going. I played played the original Halo, and then 2 and 3. That was it. Oh, that's all you need. Yeah. No, I like look, I saw the other game. I was like, I don't need Halo Four and Five are not good. Is it the same storyline? It's a continuation, but it's a very different. It literally is trilogy. just like shoot the aliens, get to the Halo, blow it up. I mean, yes, a- but I mean, there's a lore in Halo, and Four mm-hmm. and Five explore much more of the lore. Well, with this crossover, you can explore part of England. In a warthog, as Master Chief, um, apparently you're gonna get chased around by some banshees and can you, Cortana. Can you shoot back? I don't think so. Oh, I don't think. Could you imagine if someone built a shooting mechanic? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't think so. But Cortana is gonna narrate the whole thing, so I don't know how they're gonna justify him being in present day Britain. I don't know. I'm gonna have a lot of fun. It looks like fun. From the one screenshot that I saw. Speaking of crossovers, a game we'll probably never play. NBA check Live out the, 19. NBA Live 19. I will, hey, look, if it has a demo, I will check it out. Thank you for laughing at that great joke, by the way. <laughs> it was good. Thank you. I love playing basketball games as a kid. Like, I guess because my dad loved playing them. Hmm. So then I would play them. Like, I love, like, um, my favorite, I have to say, was NBA Street on GameCube. Of course it was. Where they eventually added, like, Mario, Luigi, and Peach. Wait, did they really? (laughs) That was a really, that was great. I loved that one. Of course. It was, oof, the memories. So, NBA Live, not 2K. Not 2K, (laughs) because we got confused, because we don't play sports games. (laughs) Has a game mode called The One, which is basically a career mode. Um, But it's a very innovative career mode in comparison to other career modes or previous iterations of career mode in NBA Live. Now, you can have that innovative and incredible career experience. Um, I'm not reading off of, like... A cue card given to us. Could have fooled me. (laughs) As a woman. As a woman. You can ruin gaming by playing as a woman in basketball. They are acknowledging that the WNBA is a thing. Because it is. It is a thing. Last year, they had, like, all the WNBA teams in the game. Uh Uh-huh. But this year, you couldn't couldn't do career mode. Right, right, right. Yeah. But now you can do the career mode as a woman. So EA kind of picking a fight with 2K, I think. Yeah, maybe. The shaking the table in the world of basketball simulation games. 
<laughs> I feel like 2K is not going to, you know, be any less dominant just because by all accounts, it does seem to be a better game. But if they can convince, you know, women NBA basketball franchise players to switch over because they want to, you know, look like themselves when they play, I think that's a smart move. Hmm. I'm going to check it out. But really? see what Hakeem says. I think it'd be. I think. Uh, I think Hakeem plays 2K. Um, well, I'll check out the demo. I'll report back. We should have Hakeem check out the demo. We should. Let's have Hakeem check out the demo. Okay. New friend of the show. TBD. Moving on. Destiny Two, brand new trailer. Mm-hmm. Cade gets murked. I mean, cold blood. He did a good job though. He, he did. did he his put best. Up, he put up a fight. He did his best. He's going home to Ace now. <laughs> yeah. We watched a lore video about the significance of this new trailer and I was very sad. Really? I was like, oh, that's sad. You know, did we... Yeah. Um, Forsaken trailer. It does look really good. Um, still gonna play it first before I put any money into it. Fair but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's looking, it's looking like September is gonna be a month of destiny for me. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Be a month of school for me. Uh, we'll talk about um, Destiny a little bit more when we get to the home screen. Um, but we did have one small piece of news uh, in the dominant app that folks use to kind of manage their items in Destiny. And it's not the Bungie official app. It is not. That um, app does nothing. You can now transfer items directly from your postmaster into your uh, inventory. Yes, in Ishtar Commander. The best app for Destiny 2. So if you play Destiny 2, A, you should have that app. Yeah. You should support that app. It's a very good app. And apparently he's, he's been, mean on Twitter, so be he's, careful. He's a little mean on Twitter. I feel like he's mean on Twitter to people who like take the game like way too seriously and are like jerks first. I guess, but he's also, you know, takes the game too seriously. So fair enough. Either way, uh, it's it's a very it's a very nice feature. Yeah, apparently we can have, we could have been doing it for the past six months, and no one knew. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that part of it. Yeah, no, it was it was part of the first Ishtar Commander for Destiny One, ah. um, and and so I know that it was possible in the old API. But um, basically, what the Postmaster is in Destiny Two is if you are in the world and you earn something and you don't pick it up off the ground, it will uh, transport to your base and you can go pick it up there from a literal male robot. Male robot. Uh, and now I won't have to go to the male <laughs> robot um, because I can do it in an app. You can do it in an app. <laughs> wow. It's, a, it's like a metaphor there. Yeah. Somewhere. It's like Amazon. In other news, Cyberpunk 2077's social media team. all the wrong reasons. In the news for all the wrong reasons. We were rooting for you. Um, Their social media team decided that making a tasteless joke about gender identity was appropriate. And Twitter was very rightfully upset about it. And they gave a shitty apology. They They were just like, our intention... And once you <laughs> once you start an apology with our intention, I'm not interested. It's not it's not an apology anymore. No, you can't. It's like we have an extended amount of characters now. It's up to 240. I think it's very easily saying, "Hey, we fucked up. 
We're taking accountability. Won't happen again. Sorry. Interesting that you just assume that everyone knows you're talking about there. What? It's so ubiquitous that people are releasing statements on Twitter that you didn't it, you didn't say the word Twitter at all in that past oh, paragraph. Wow. Yeah. Did I not? Wow. 240 characters on, on Twitter, Twitter. In a tweet. In a tweet. Oops. Yeah. I guess because it's... In your defense, the offense... In your defense, the offense happened on Twitter. Yes. It was a tweet. I didn't open about it with, with Twitter? I think you might have said that, but... Oh, I, I said social media team. But Whatever. you were talking about the uh, a- apology, and, and I think most people think of statements, you know? Right, not right, right. tweets. Yeah, not, not tweets. You're right. You're right. No, I, I, it's not a critique. I'm just, I find it actually genuinely interesting. Mm. Okay. It's like a commentary on social media. It is. Without even meaning for it to Look be. Look at that. It's like, come for the game, stay for the <laughs> media analysis. Regardless, the Cyberpunk 2077 social media team is trash. Um, and fuck them. Yeah, and there was a lot of uh, really interesting conversation about like how the Cyberpunk genre should be the place where this doesn't happen but because it's like a whole bunch of like white men thinking about what the future should be (laughs) that it ends up just being just as toxic and you know some more media theory anything that's created in you know a society with problems has those problems inherently in them you know so that soap dispenser is racist cyberpunk 2077 is also racist and transphobic so i mean that does go for anything though so right 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 it's just Interesting how we always are like, well, this shouldn't happen in future space or future blah, blah, blah. This wouldn't happen in the Star Trek universe. And it's like these concepts aren't like, you know, void of any societal uh, influence. I wish I was well versed enough in Star Trek to know if there was like any transphobia in it to like be very specific. Um like, I'm re-watching Sex and the City right now. This is not germane to the podcast at all, and we will not be discussing it in any depth. No. <laughs> um, but uh, Cynthia Nixon is running for governor here in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be voting for her. And for whatever reason, I've decided that this is just something that I want to do because I've never watched it before, and I need things to watch on my own, mm-hmm. uh, like at lunch and things like that. So I've been watching it. And um, it is really transphobic. Like, it's every season has something really transphobic in it. Yeah, it's bad. And it's very casual how transphobic it is. Yeah. I mean... Which in some ways speaks to how far we've come in a short period of time relatively, but, like, how far we have to go that it's still happening. Yeah. And video games are no exception to that. So, so do better. Social media teams... Of games everywhere. And the last bit of news, this is just funny to me, so this is why I'm talking about it. <laughs> you might know him as a rapper, you might know him as an actor, you might know him as a pimp. <laughs> Pimps up pose down. You can find it on Netflix. <sighs> Ice tea. <laughs> I guess it's a redemption story. I don't know. LOL. Ugh. Doesn't believe in console wars. No, Ice Tea does not buy into your console war bullshit. He owns both. Both. An Xbox and a PlayStation 4. And apparently has the time to grind out three sets of Solstice armor for Destiny 2. Oh, wait, he did all three characters or just... Because I saw he only... He did it with his Titan. 
Oh, I thought he did it with all three. Uh, I just saw a screenshot from a Titan, so I don't know if... Look, doing the grind on one character alone yeah. is time-consuming. Which we will be talking about. Ugh. I don't know why you're ugh-ing. It's entirely you. I know. It is my fault. <laughs> I haven't believed Um, But yeah, Ice-T doesn't believe in console wars, so be more like Ice-T. Like now. Yeah. Present-day Ice-T. 2018 Ice-T. Yeah, not... 1980 Ice-T. Not a cool guy. Problematic. AF. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that it for game news? It is it for game news. Time to Um, move to nerdy news. Yeah. These past two weeks in nerddom, uh, we're going to talk about quite a few things. Some of them are just black. It's not even necessarily nerdy. I know, right? Can we just... Do you want to start with the nerd things and just turn into this these past two weeks in blackness? Absolutely. All right. Let's start with the nerdy things. Okay. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy... Yeah. It's on indefinite hold. Disney was like, you know what, you motherfuckers. Yeah. In fact... Cosmic arm of the MCU where? In fact, <laughs> um, Doctor Strange might be getting a sequel sooner than they anticipated. Oh, shit. To I didn't fill see- the gap. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. So apparently uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has been offered like $13 million for the second Doctor Strange movie, which they were like kind of backburnering because he does kind of play that role in the MCU. Like his right. his villains are so removed from all of the other yeah, yeah, yeah. superheroes that unless the next big bad comes from like his realm, I can't see how his story is going to be super influential. What he did in the most recent Thor movie, That's I think cute. is how his character should be best utilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that they're willing to like step up his movie in the place of Guardians mm. of the Galaxy is very interesting to me. But anyway, please continue. Yeah, so we already talked about this nonsense, but James Gunn was fired over 10-year-old, highly offensive tweets. We did not come up to a consensus of if it should have happened or not. But anyway, it did. And then all the actors were like, we're not going to support this. And Disney was like, we're not going to support this movie right now. (laughs) So it is on hold. And apparently, Thor 3 director had a super secret meeting, apparently. Allegedly. It wasn't that secret, I guess. With Disney. I mean, he could take over. I think he'd be great taking it over, especially since I don't expect there to be a Thor 4. Right. Like, no one is. I actually, if they ended it with how they ended with Ragnarok, I would be absolutely fine. With yeah, that. that was a perfect trilogy. Perfect and then, trilogy. you know, it's part of our universe. It doesn't have to be have to a be. complete story. His story doesn't end yeah. in his solo films. But apparently he had a meeting. I don't know. Some people are like, maybe it's Thor 4. Some people are like, maybe they're, he's going to replace Gunn in Guardians 3. We don't know. I'm starting to not care. Really, this is it's exhausting. I have to keep talking about this bullshit. I'm tired. Wait, if it's not directly connected to Guardians, then why are we talking about it? I thought it was just assumed that it was... No, it's like alleged. Everything is allegedly. Allegedly. Hmm, maybe they would do one of Thor 4 instead of Guardians, instead of the Doctor Strange thing. Maybe. Maybe Thor 4 will be related to Guardians. Who knows? We did also find out what the third Marvel movie is going to be next year. That's right. Spider-Man is coming to you July 2019. Very excited. So, obviously, some resurrection needs to be happening. (laughs) Obviously, them niggas come out of the Soul Stone, or they don't. I think, (laughs) based on the rumors for the title of Avengers 4, I am right. What's the rumor now? 
The rumor is frack. Hold on. God, am I watching Scrubs? No, they said frick. Yeah, you're thinking, um, have you not watched where it's from? I'm not going to help you. Frack? Yeah. I don't know frack. I know frick. I don't remember exactly what the rumor mill was saying, and frankly, I don't want to say it in case people are trying to stay away from spoilers for Avenger 4, okay. for Avengers 4, which I certainly am. Um, however, the implication was that I was correct and that there would be multiple universes. That was the implication that I got from what I read. I mean, once they introduced Doctor Strange, like once Doctor Strange came out and he was universe hopping, I was like, oh, we're getting a multiverse at some point. I definitely think it's going to be multiverse confirmed. Um, All I'm saying is I thought about the multiverse prior to Infinity War. I'm just going to put it out there. That's very cute. I mean, I can't confirm my thoughts, but just know that I thought the thought. Okay. I did think it. We did think it. My Frank Ocean interlude. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, boy. Um, One last piece of Marvel news. Uh, Eve Ewing is going to be penning... The new Ironheart series. Um, Ironheart is a new version of Iron Man that is a black teenage girl, Mm -hmm. but she's currently like part of the Iron Man comic series. And now she's going to have her own series, which is very exciting. Also, just a side note, she liked one of my tweets once, was very excited. Aww. It was about old people, some dude. I was like leaving a job and had my headphones in, and some guy I got on the elevator was like, oh, why do you kids always wear headphones? And I was like, I'm an audio engineer. I'm practicing. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, how did she even find this tweet? But she liked it. I was like, thanks. Speaking about black superheroes, I have to make a correction about the CW Arrowverse. Hmm. Black Lightning is not a part of the crossover, even though he was a part of the promotional material for the crossover. Hmm. Very confused. Hmm. So this big old crossover is going to feature Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, and Superman and Lois Lane from obviously the Supergirl connection are also going to be a part of it, but not, but not Black Lightning. Hmm. No Negroes allowed. There are Negroes in Flash. Mm, well, Kid oh, Flash doing? left. Oh, see, uh, I don't know. I don't watch it. Oh, well, like Iris and so yeah, there's like. Some, some niggas. Not a lot. Mm. Anyway, whatever. Regina King is going to be leading HBO's Watchmen series. It has been ordered. Hmm. And I'm going to watch it. I don't even care how bad it is because Regina King can act. I trust Regina King. I do not trust any Watchmen adaptations. <laughs> I, you know, I still haven't seen the movie. Is that bad? Um, read. not if you've read the comic book. I didn't do that either. Okay. Well, the graphic novel is. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie isn't. Oh, well, all right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm here for it. I don't. Regina King could be like, HBO could be like, yo, we are having Regina King read, read phone book, read the dictionary, read tweets from bots. Hmm. That just and you'd be all over it. I'd be all over it. Regina King. That's be, very interesting. Yeah, I'm here for it. Did you watch that show where she was a police officer? No, didn't even know about it. Speaking of HBO, Insecure started oh, yeah. its third season. It did, which is not necessarily nerdy. No. Although, 
Although Awkward Black Girl was the name of the initial web series, and it was kind of about being a black nerd. So, you know, not not nerdy and like, oh, she was like reading comic books or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just, you know, she was alternative. I guess that counts. I guess. Either what? way, we're about to talk about a lot of black stuff. So it's not necessarily nerdy stuff. Well, regardless, um, I think I'm going to dub season three their Seinfeld season. What? Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's a season about nothing. <laughs> 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 it's nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. And, and like all the spoilers, I'm just like, oh, I don't care. Like people are tweeting about it and I'm seeing all the tweets before I see the episode. I'm just like, this isn't important. Who cares? I just feel like nothing, nothing of real consequence happens. Uh, you're not wrong. Happening, so I'm just kind of. Well, I mean, at the end of the most recent episode, there was some happenings. I mean, yeah, something happens, but it's like literally the one thing that like pushes each episode forward, <laughs> which is that Issa fucks up. Yeah. So it's not surprising ever. I'm never shocked. I'm like, oh my god, Issa! No, can't believe you. Did something ridiculous again. It is kind of amazing that they've managed to really not have anything happen. Yeah. Um, we're virtually at the same place at the end of episode three that we are at the beginning of episode one. Except, yeah. if anything, it's just more clear. Yeah, just like some mess happened and yeah, full. Well, I you mean. Know, I'm, still, I'm rooting for, you know, Issa. I'm rooting for Insecure, of course. Wait. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, oh. are we rooting for ease? Or oh, I'm sorry. We have a member Isa? of the hashtag Lawrence Hive <laughs> in the studio. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't do what? I am not a member of the Lawrence Hive. I mean, okay. if you're not Team Issa, then you're de facto. No. We are not doing that black and white <laughs> bullshit here. Oh, that's the only way to watch and interpret Insecure. Incorrect. Um, mm. I can agree. No nuance. Lawrence did some dirty things. I... Happen to believe that Issa did much dirtier things. And she is now in a worse position than the position that she was real big mad at at the beginning of season one. So I just don't have any respect for her. And at this point, I feel like I am really just hate watching this show. Not hate watching like I'm not enjoying it. I am enjoying it. But I don't like any characters. <laughs> I don't like Issa. I don't like her girlfriends. I don't like Daniel. I don't like anyone at her job. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, like, what it is. I still really like the show. I just, I'm not really rooting for any of the characters. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's kind of a hard show to root for anyone. But I guess. I mean, you can root for Issa and just be mad that she's making all kinds of mistakes if you're willing to forgive all the nasty, dirty, uh, disgusting stuff she was doing in the first two seasons. I can't. Okay, so you're Team Lawrence. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. That's, uh, that's all I have to say about it, to be honest. I'm yeah. looking forward to the rest of the season. Hopefully something happens. happens. Hmm. This ain't Atlanta, so. Um, Moving on to some other... I said it. <laughs> you can actually tell that she was been influenced by Atlanta, though. I, or some some of the writers were like, "Oh, I know what we can do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway. Anyway. Um, we saw two very black movies in the we past f- really five weeks. We saw Sorry to Bother You a little while ago. We did. Um, we've been wanting to talk about it, and we are going to talk about it now. So, spoiler alert for both movies. Um, we're also going to talk about the beef between Boots and Spike, which okay. is not really a beef. <laughs> but the media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, I do want to flag that. Hopefully, sometime soon, we are going to have a dope-ass interview for you, really diving into some of the politics and nuances of Sorry to Bother You. So if you're looking for like me to go on a socialist rant in this episode, it's not going to be this one. Yeah, we've, we are overdue for a socialist rant we are. from Big Nkrumah. <laughs> uh, this episode is not that episode. <laughs> it's not. It's all right. Whew. So yeah, sorry to bother you. I loved it. You loved it. It's good. I mean, I loved its politics, but again, yes. not this week. Um, I think if you're gonna critique it from like, oh, it's just a popcorn movie perspective. Is it though? No, it's not. But I'm saying if you're just gonna treat it like any old movie, the way that white people were able to talk about Black Panther in a way that we never were able to. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I'm just saying. Like when I hear white people talking about Black Panther, like, oh yeah, that was a good. It was okay. It was a good movie. Like you know, it was good. I'm like, what did you see? Because what I saw was the best thing ever put to film. Um, so I feel like Sorry to Bother You and a lot of other black movies kind of fall into that. Where well, yeah, I mean, well, first off, like no real. I don't ever see like black people reviewing them from like big sites or like big yeah, which is you know. Is its own thing. But a lot of publications did this. We're doing it right now, technically, but only because these two films came out back to back. But I saw a lot of comparisons between Sorry to Bother You and Get Out. Oh. Because it's just like, the black films. Yeah. With some social commentary. Also some some horror stuff, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they're on two totally different yeah, yeah. But Sorry to like, bother you. It's not a horror movie yeah, by yeah. any stretch. It was just like annoying to like see a black people not write about it. B them just lumping all the black things together. I was like waiting for someone to like write "Sorry to Get Out" or something like that. Ooh. <laughs> well, germane to this conversation, just FYI, uh, one of the producers of Black Klansmen is one Jordan Peele. But anyway, finish what you were saying because I. <laughs> so. I as a movie, if you would like want to criticize it um casually, I think that toward the end, because the plot gets so serious, kind of out of nowhere, um, and it takes such a turn, not a twist, but like the the plot rapidly changes. Mm, I don't know. I think the seeds were there from the beginning. Yeah, like, I, don't- I wasn't not expect I was like oh this is going to hit the fan. Yeah, no no no. I, I I don't mean to imply that it wasn't obvious that shit was going to get real in Sorry to Bother You. I guess what I'm saying is I didn't expect it when it happened. I kind okay. of expected it to happen maybe a little earlier. Hmm. Okay. Um anyway, I think that just not enough attention was paid to some of the loose ends. I don't normally say this about movies, but I really think that it needed to be longer. Um, I wanted more out of uh, some of the threads that were dropped in the first two acts. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, like, you know, it's a completely cohesive film. I'm not critiquing it or saying that it doesn't make sense or anything like that. If anything, I, like, want, I wanted to go deeper mm-hmm. um, and, like, experience It might have been more. too real. <laughs> it might have been too expensive. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if the niggas might to do anything, so. Well, you know, horse dildos are not cheap. <laughs> No, they are not. I saw a a Twitter comment from someone that was like, I wonder why unions aren't buying out theaters to show this movie, which, first of all, I'm trying. Second of all, there are horse dicks in it. There are horse. (laughs) (laughs) But it's for a message. It's not just gratuitous horse penises. Yeah, no. It's it's there, there's a reason for the horse dick. There is. Unexpected. We're like half spoiling this. I'm glad we said spoilers, but like people who are listening and cuz they don't care are going to be like what the fuck? Are they, why are they talking about horse penises? What kind of is, where are the games? Where are they here for the games? Last one's a penis bump. <sighs> God. Now I'm just brought back to all those interviews. Thank you. You're welcome. So many interviews. Um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I like, I don't, I don't have anything to add. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should absolutely go see it. Absolutely go see it. It's definitely, all of my thoughts are about the politics, which we have to wait to talk about. So I'm just like, yeah, I sound like I didn't even go see the fucking film, but I did. (laughs) I promise. Well, I'm going to talk about them a little bit in comparison to Black Klansman. All right. So let's, let's get to Black Klansman. How did you feel about Black Klansman? I thought it was a perfectly good film. Uh, Look, you know, I'm trying to do the thing. Remember you were talking about the reviewer that, like, doesn't review things based on how he wants them to be, but tries to to review them based on how they are. Yes. Shout out to Skill Up. Yes. That's what I... Because there was a lot of, like, rumblings on social media before we went to go see it. There were. So I wanted to just sit down... Watch the film for what it was. It's like, look, I don't agree, obviously, with, you know, people infiltrating black organizations to spy on them. I get that. But, you know, it's going to be part of it. Whatever. I'm just going to just watch the movie and enjoy the ride. And I did. It's actually kind of funny, though. I kind of forgot it was a Spike Lee joint. Oh, my God. Except for at the beginning. (laughs) This is some real shit. <laughs> and at the very end with the Dolly thing that he always does. I, I just... Like, uh, I, and... <laughs> anyway. That very beginning part is just like, <laughs> can you take off the tap shoes for just a few minutes? Just a few minutes. So yeah, as a film, I think as it stands by itself, fine. Unfortunately, uh, there's some context that yeah. uh, <laughs> got dragged into this. That we cannot just ignore. No. Um. So what did he took? What uh had a partnership or was hired by the was it NYPD? Yeah, NYPD hired by the NYPD. I think this was two years ago. It was a few years ago. Spike Lee teamed up with the police, <laughs> um, and sold out and. <laughs> Now he's making this movie that features someone who went around, like, the cop speaking circuit, 
just talking all kinds of bullshit about how rap music has destroyed black people. He's just a terrible role model and a terrible person. He has really come after Boots Riley. Well, the the real Ron Stallworth. Yes. It is important to note. I'm not talking about Spike Lee, by the way, with all that stuff. I was talking about Ron Stallworth, just, right. just to be clear. Right. But it is important to note here that um, in the film, which I thought was more true than what it was, because it was marketed that way, I guess really the only true thing, well, there's two true things about Black Klansmen, is that the police officer's name is Ron Stallworth. And the second true thing is that he's Black. That was about it. That was about it. You covered it. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of like the blind side where we're all just like, oh my God, this is a great film. Oh, we're all crying. Oh, I'm so inspirational. Oh, look at this white woman helping a black man. Mm, uh. And then <laughs> we learned afterwards that it was like all fake. So that's actually what I'm going to call this. It's it's like Spike Lee just made the blind side. Yeah. For <laughs> folks who are not following this, um, Ron Sawworth essentially infiltrated a black power organization in order to stoke the flames against the KKK from within that organization. Right. It's uh, very confusing. Because the police were feeling as though the black folks were the larger threat and that they could incite violence between the KKK and the black power movement and kind of like occupy them both. Right. And also maybe like they'll kill each other off. Right. Um, so that's, and the, that's the true story. This was not depicted in the film. The film no. was more like he is infiltrating just the KKK. He's kind of right. like doing some stuff with the black people, but it's like like a side thing. It's not like, you know, the main... He's also like with one of them. Yeah. It's it, not accurate. It's not accurate. The politics, even in the self-containedness of the film, are also kind of messy. Yes. <laughs> but I... <sighs> this nigga was in Cointelpro. Like, that's what it was. He was part of the same operation that killed Huey Newton, that broke up the Panthers, all this other stuff. And I just feel like you can't stand for the FBI. You can't stand for the police in this day and age. And that's why it's a big deal to me personally that Spike Lee took that money from the NYPD. Yeah. Like, as a film, it's a fine film. It's a fine film. But, like, the politics of it are really fucked up. Yeah. And, and I think also, too, what now I just thought about it is, like, all the protest footage that he just copied and pasted at the end, you know, involved protests involving police violence. So it was like... Yes, and they were defending the Nazis. Weird. Yeah. The Charlottesville folks are pissed off. They wrote an open letter to him. Oh, really? What, the, what happened? I'll link it. I'll link it. Oh, they, they basically said that they're extras in his movie and he didn't ask them. And that oh. they wouldn't be here for any... Uh, celebration of the police. Like, the community of Charlottesville is very anti-cop right now because the cops have been assisting and protecting the KKK and the Nazis and all those people who And they're taking torches. Yeah, exactly. And the community was like, uh, yo, what's up? (laughs) Like, what's good, though? The weirdest thing about Black Klansman is that he didn't notice anyone from the precinct at the KKK meetings, and that's what I have to say about that. You stole that from a tweet. (laughs) 
I know I did, but mm. you know what? It's fine. We got to call that out. <sighs> Whatever. Where this all ties in with Sorry to Bother You, other than just being two black films that are out at the same time and people can't comprehend, right. um, is that Boots, who is a self-described communist, he is, you know, to the left. He called Spike out. <laughs> he called out Spike Lee. Boots Riley called out Spike Lee. He did this three-part, uh, like, tweet thing. Yeah. And it was very respectful. It was. It was just like, I hold this man in high regard. Yeah. He's a huge inspiration. Da, da, da. Right. But what we're not going to do is... Correct. So... So he called him out, and Spike Lee, you know, to his credit, basically responded with, "Okay, um, but I'm Spike Lee, and so I'm I'm not gonna get into this with you." He said that he doesn't want to feud in public. <laughs> oh, like he didn't feud in public with Tyler Perry. Listen, okay, listen. okay, okay, <laughs> okay, whatever. At least he doesn't want to be loud and wrong in public. This time. <laughs> Look, look at someone has learned a lesson. How nice. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Sorry to Bother You. Um, I think if you can, uh, you know, come in with an eye for critique that you should go see Black Klansman, if only because. Yeah, yeah I definitely don't think people should not see it. I yeah. think it is. I think a lot of like the politics were like maybe heavy handedly so, but there's a lot of parallels <laughs> To what's going on currently. Um, that wasn't heavy handed. His hand was on our chest. Heavy handed. Um, I think any opportunity for, you know, people to do the work of examining privilege and race. And I am not saying that black folks especially have to, like, do that work and have these conversations when they're not wanted. But, you know, going to see a film is, I think, a good way to, like... Start the conversation, at least, because apparently we can only start conversations about this shit when we engage in media, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely go see Sorry to Bother You, um, and go see Black Klansmen when it's a matinee? Fine. Fair enough. That's what we did, so. It is what we did. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect way to spend an afternoon. <laughs> Um, okay, so back to some gaming. I know, right? They're like, oh, they talk about a whole bunch of not games. I unsubscribed. Don't unsubscribe. I don't think anyone did. I don't think anyone unsubscribed. No. Y'all are the best. Thank you. Best listeners. Um, yeah, we, we played some games this week. So, you gonna drop some music? <sighs> oh, that, it's just the, the solstice grind is what I was groaning about. But I will drop some music. That was really dramatic. It's not your season. It's not my season. All right, y'all. The Solstice Grind. What is we that? Did. Oh, recap. The Solstice Grind was this big old event in Destiny uh, that just ended right before the big old Forsaken pre-update where you basically could get 400 level gear. A, but you had to grind out for it. 
I see grind out for it. He got it on his hunter. Titan. He got it on his Titan. I know the classes in Destiny. I'm a, I'm a gamer. <laughs> yeah, we didn't finish it though. It was a grind. Nope. Um, I actually like, really I started had classes. a battle with myself. No, you have. You started work. class today. I, um, no. Um, I had a real battle with myself about this. I've never not done something in Destiny. Even when I've been unhappy with oh. Destiny, I've never not done something. Well, technically you did it. We just didn't finish it, which is still a part of the journey. Let me put it to you this way. Um, I did something... There was something that I hadn't completed yet in the original Destiny, and the day before Destiny 2 came out, that is what I spent the day doing. So I I kind of was like, I felt an obligation to myself uh-huh. to not just finish, but finish on all three characters. And as you recall, you, you that was my that, intention. That was your intention. You wanted to get that ship. I wanted to get that ship. I felt like that ship was representative of you know, my commitment to the franchise, I talk to myself <laughs> like this. Jesus. I know. I'm like, it's it's weird, but I love Destiny so much. That's right. why I'm so mad at Destiny 2. Right. Um, yeah, well, what does that say really about the state of the game that they can't, you know, get someone as avid as a player as you to finish something? Well, I think I would have finished if we had started earlier. It's like, just, it was, uh, we had a whole month to do it, and we started two weeks ago. Well, you know, I have things. No, I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just it saying. It was extremely time-consuming. Like, more time-consuming than what I thought. Yeah, I needed maybe, like, you 72 the- more hours, and I could have done it. Or, for me, the whole month. <laughs> <laughs> I, ne- I needed the month. Um. Yeah, I... I- I felt that I felt bad about it for a little bit. And then I was like, it's okay. But then I was like, they don't deserve it. (laughs) They don't deserve you completing their thing. Literally when I told, when I like said in game chat last night, you know what? We're not going to finish this and I'm not even going to try. I mean, Um, I was off that boat at least three days. But my internal debate was so raging. Uh And I literally just came to the conclusion, like, you know what? They don't deserve my extra hours. They don't deserve me to lose sleep and to be tired at work tomorrow Uh because of them fucking up their game. There it is. And so uh, I'm incredibly excited for Forsaken. Um, I'm not on the hype train. Like, I'm not taking off work. I'm not going to be, like, you know, rearranging my schedule so that I can play more. I will engage in this content when I have time. Yeah, that's that's really how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. That said, I am excited about it. Yeah. Like the da- the update from today just finished downloading before we you know sat down to finish recording this. So sorry for being late, by the way. Um, we are. Uh, you know, and I'm excited to log in, not really to play, but just to like see what the changes are, get my characters ready. There's a few more things that I want to do before reset next week, just because I'm interested in doing them, not because I feel any pressure or rush or whatever. Um, that free preview of Gambit is on uh, Monday. When When is September 1st? Monday. No, it, that's not Monday. Yeah, it's Labor. Oh, no, that's the third. It's Saturday. So... All day on Saturday, uh, you can play the new 
PvE VP mode of Destiny called Gambit for free as long as you uh, own the game. And so, you know, I'm going to play it. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm really hoping that they put bows into the update. Like, it's like a secret or something. <laughs> and it's just like, here, it's a tease. Here's a bow. Um, but you know what? I, if they don't do any of that, that's still fine. Um I'm I'm hoping that they have fixed the game. If they fix the game, the next few months are going to be very easy for me because I'm just going to be trying new things while I am completely consumed by Destiny again. Well, I guess we'll find out. We will. September 4th. I, the next time that you hear our voices, we'll definitely be talking about Destiny. Yeah. It, will, it will have come out. What else did we play? I didn't play a lot. I, you know, I started classes, so... It was just Destiny and Horizon. Did you learn anything new in Horizon this week? Nope. Did you get any better? Sure. Hmm. Um, I played two new things. Two new things. Oh my god. Oh my god. One is actually from a little while ago. And I can't believe forgot. I managed to not talk about it. Ugh. Um, which is actually genuinely not a commentary on how I thought. Um, I did think it was going to be boring and terrible at first, and then I got really into it by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the Life is Strange like season two preview slash demo called Captain Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very confused as to what it was. I thought that Captain Spirit was um, like in somehow a game in the Life is Strange universe. Right. Uh, and that, and when I downloaded it and it just said demo and I like Googled it and then everything I Googled was like, it's free and it's a standalone title. <laughs> I was like, wait, but I only have the demo. Where's the regular version? So if you happen to be confused, like I was confused, it is called a demo, but it is a standalone episode. And so you can play the entirety of Captain Spirit uh, for free with that demo. Um, okay. So if you've played Life is Strange or any of those like telltale games, it's the type of thing where, you know, you're in control, like you're walking around an environment, but there are preset options for things that can happen. And, you know, there's usually like a kind of puzzle based and there's a lot of menu interactions. So it's the story of a a single dad and his son. Mm -hmm. His son is a very imaginative and creative little kid. He is a drunk piece of shit. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of just about a day in the life Mm -hmm. uh, for the two of them. And the story, uh, like I said, starts out a little slow, but it gets really engaging. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I actually intend to go back because I managed to... um, finish it without doing everything. Um, Ah, okay, got it, got it. So there's, like, a lot of stuff that I can do and that I still haven't figured out. Mm -hmm. For instance, you can, like, log into your dad's cell phone and play a video game on it, apparently, but I don't know how to get the code. I don't know what the code is. Clearly, there are context clues to be able to figure it out um, somewhere around the house, but uh, I wasn't able to to figure it out. And so there's a few things like that I want to go back and try. Um, So if you have the time um, and you liked Life is Strange or you're excited about Life is Strange, Two, which just had a trailer drop, by the way. I don't know. I have to check that out. I did like. I didn't get through the first one completely. I played like, mm, maybe the first third of it. I played it on Chase's PlayStation because I didn't buy it. 
Um, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you should you should check out Captain Spirit. It's really it's not long. It's maybe like a six hour experience if you do everything. Mm-hmm. I completed it in like two and a half. Okay. Um, and I'm sure now that I know how to complete it, if I wanted to, I could probably speed run it really fast. Um, hmm. Anyway, uh, really exciting. And uh, it definitely convinced me to check out Life is Strange 2. I kind of wasn't necessarily going to. Word. All right. I guess it did its job. Yeah, it did. There you go. Um, the second thing I've been playing is a free game this month. If you have Xbox Games with Gold, um, which everyone does if you have Xbox Live. <laughs> so if you have an Xbox. <laughs> um, For Honor, which is Ubisoft's fighting game. Um, it, it basically is a world where samurai, Vikings, and knights all are all co are all coexisting on one continent and they're constantly at war with each other. It has a really really innovative and interesting fight mechanic. I know it's been out for a few years so I'm late to the game here. Very late. But, but um I'd never I've never played a fighting game like it before. Okay. And it seems like the type of thing that if you put time and energy into you could probably get really good and it could be really cool to be really good. Right. Like, I like think it any would handle really well. <laughs> like any fighting game, you're just like, this would be amazing if I could learn all the combos. But I, I don't know. I've I've played Tekken enough to be good at Tekken. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like, chain combos, no one can hit me, that kind of good. Okay. Okay, I'm talking like PlayStation 2. This is a while ago. Uh, pff, pff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank not, you for the clarifier. Not recently. Not recently. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will still kick any of my siblings' ass. The point, anyway. the point being that I, I don't know. There's just there's not something beautiful about Tekken to me, or like Mortal Kombat. Whereas, if you get the camera angles right and you are blocking and attacking in like a rhythmic fashion, like I've seen some people able to do, it just looks really cool. Okay. It just is really cool combat. Um, it does look cool. I watched you play a little bit of it. Yeah. I don't know if it's my cup of tea. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. I'm just not a great fighting game person. Yeah. And Well, Smash, yes. <laughs> okay. Still counts. Still counts. It does technically count. <clears throat> I will say it's less of a fighting game than Tekken or Mortal Kombat in the sense that it is completely a 3D world. Like you're right, running right, right. around and engaging with people uh, much in the same way that you're running around in World of Warcraft or Destiny or Halo. Um, but you can kind of lock on and do battle with one specific group of people or one specific person. And you know, that then kind of feels very much like um, you're in a, a a 1v1 or 1v2 type of traditional combat game. I don't know. I, I think that I think you should check it out. And if you don't have an Xbox, uh, maybe check out some YouTube videos. It, it looks uh, really fun. And I'm excited to dive into the campaign uh, in the time that I have left before Forsaken. <laughs> Or if Forsaken sucks. Because if Forsaken sucks, then I'm probably going to be putting a lot of time into For Honor. Oh, well, there we go. It's your backup plan. <laughs> contingency. Is. Yes, my Destiny contingency plan. For Honor. That's an interesting backup. I just want to finish the campaign. All right, cool, 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 cool. It was like Halo Wars. Like, 
I'm not keeping them on my Xbox because I'm not going to go back to them, I don't think. But I was happy to finish the campaigns. Word. That was, like, just enough for me. Okay. Because it was a show. I think it was a show. We're excited about the next episode. <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> We've got some great guests being lined up. We've got some awesome narrative content being planned out. I'm excited for the, the next few months of Gamer Friends. Me too. Thanks for listening, as always. Thanks for rating and reviewing, as always. Thanks for following us on Twitter, as always. We and appreciate if, you. We appreciate all of y'all. Um, and if you know someone who isn't doing any of those things, you should make them do them. Make well, them do all of them. Make them do all the things, but nicely. Also, if you're into streaming, friend of the show, Professor Dumpchuck, is streaming. Mm. Mostly PUBG. With me. With us. We both play. I'm very bad at it. I'm still very not good at PUBG. <laughs> Excited for that training mode. It was great. Um, he also streams some NHL stuff if you're into sports. I will be for the next one. But yeah, you should check out the, you should check out Professor Dumbtruck. Um, he's got a streaming buddy. I won't name him because it's disgusting. His name is really gross. Uh, and we won't be making a banner for him. I won't be making a banner for him. I know how to use Photoshop too, so it could have been a Wii. Oh, I didn't realize. Technically, I used both Illustrator and Photoshop. Anyway, <laughs> if you're looking for some streams and you want to see me in action on PUBG or Cedric in action on PUBG or both of us together in action on PUBG, wow. you can catch us usually uh, on Dump Truck Stream. So Professor Dump Truck on Twitch. That's Prof Dump Truck. One word on Twitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Great. I'm glad you were here for that. So, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank all, right. all of you, too. We'll catch y'all next time. Deuces. Peace. All right, we are we off the black train? Are we going back to hold on, gamers? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, um, I have to talk about the beef really quick. You cast us in your film, Spike Lee, so we thought you might want to know what we think of it. We just want you to do the right thing. Ah! <laughs> ah, no! ah, the oh, brilliant. Oh, they're hot. Very hot. Hot takes. <laughs>